major gun control update this week. Walmart has started restricting firearm purchases to customers who promise to use them at a different retailer. And later... That's the sound of California's newly modified bug zappers. Will the larger new models be able to take care of the state's coyote population for good? From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and I'm going to speak very slowly so you don't get too confused about today's news. Stay with us. Under increasing pressure from anti-gun activists to stop selling firearms, Walmart is finally taking action. The corporation announced that all locations will now restrict gun purchases only to customers who promise to use them at one of Walmart's competitors. OPR reporter Remy Berglund has been following the story and joins me now. Hey, Leslie. So tell us what prompted this decision by Walmart. Well, there's been public pressure on retailers for a while now to stop selling guns, or at least to make it harder to get one. But this is the biggest step forward Walmart has taken yet. A spokesperson for the company, Doug Marshall, said yesterday that the increase in mass shootings has the retail giant concerned that another massacre could happen at any one of their 4,000 stores across the country. Their hope is that this new policy will offer Walmart shoppers some protection by diverting a potential gunman toward any number of other department store and sporting goods chains. Here's what Marshall had to say. After speaking with our customers and consulting our own consciences, Walmart has decided that we can no longer stand by as the gun violence in this country spreads across our stores. So, starting today, we will no longer be selling any firearms at any Walmart locations unless the buyer assures us and is able to convincingly prove that they'll use it somewhere else, like a Home Depot or a Kohl's. Just not Sam's Club, because that's actually part of us, too. Interesting. What's the reaction been from gun control activists? Well, it's a mix. Walmart is being applauded for taking a step, but some say they aren't going far enough. For example, how does someone prove they're going to use a gun somewhere else? Will Walmart start asking customers to see a manifesto about one of their rivals or a specific list of targets before they purchase a gun? It remains to be seen. Well, that makes sense, but at its core, this seems like a pretty ambitious and bold action on Walmart's part. It does. It's easy to imagine how this can save lives. Someone comes in wanting to buy a gun. Walmart says, you can only use this somewhere else. And they say, oh, no, I wanted to use it here at this Walmart. And they walk away empty-handed. That's a good thing. And how likely is it that this plan actually protects people from mass shootings? Well, there hasn't been a ton of research to go off of, but some experts say that casualties of mass shootings could potentially decrease if a gunman chooses, say, a Kmart or Sears, since those retailers have very few customers. So does it seem likely that other stores will follow their lead in taking action? Yes. In fact, Bass Pro Shops has already announced that they will go one step further in making sure their customers are safe. They're offering anyone who purchases a semi-automatic rifle at one of their stores a free $25 Walmart gift card to steer them away from Bass Pro stores once purchased. Well, sounds like consumers will really want to keep their eyes peeled for the store that's offering the best deal if they don't want to die. Thank you, Remy. Thank you. The American Loggers Council held a lengthy press conference today to make an announcement they felt had been long overdue. Bill Wright, CEO of Wright's Logging and Tree Services, spoke this morning to notify the public that he and his fellow members of the logging industry just can't fucking get enough of logs. We are totally apeshit for logs. We love stacking logs, chopping logs, sawing logs, carrying logs, pruning logs, processing logs, drying logs, throwing logs in the back of a trailer, driving logs to a lumber yard, turning logs into planks, 
Joining us now is Rebecca Neal, who was at the press conference this morning. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, Leslie. So what sparked this announcement from the logging industry? Why now? Well, Wright and other members of the American Loggers Council felt it was time to set the record straight and let everyone know that when it comes to logs, they fucking love the things. So much so that they've all devoted their entire professional lives to them. Make no mistake, we love their rough bark. We love their fibrous grain. We love scouting logs. We love splitting logs. Hell, sometimes we just like to stand there for hours staring at a log, smiling ear to ear the whole time. And Bill Wright, who we just heard from again, wasn't alone in this. He was joined by about a dozen or so other leaders of the logging industry who also wanted to make their feelings clear and dispel any rumors that their love of logs might be limited to only big ones made of pine or oak. Rebecca, what is it about logs that these grown men and women just can't get enough of? Well, as you heard from Mr. Wright a moment ago, there's no one thing, but rather the fact that there are so many things to love about logs. How they feel, how they smell, their shape. That's what's so appealing. But if there was one main takeaway from today's press conference, it was that if these motherfuckers see one of those big cranes moving a log around in the sky, they will 100% lose their shit. And when a big log falls and we get to yell the word, Timber! Hooey! It doesn't get much better than that! I swear, if a whole load of logs rolled off the back of a log truck and crushed me to death, that God is my witness, I would die a happy man! Well, I suppose there's worse ways to go. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Five news events have happened today, and I've already told you about two. Can you guess how many more we have to tell you about? That's right, three. Here are three more news stories you need to know. Presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg trapped himself inside a freezer earlier today after searching a local Iowa diner for a back room with high-rolling donors. It's unclear as of now if Mayor Pete is expected to survive the weekend. A new report found that eating kiwis once a day doesn't do too much for your health, but they're fun to eat. So why not? And Ultra, a new eco-conscious fashion brand launched today. The company plans to stay environmentally friendly by not manufacturing or selling any clothes at all. And that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. We know the news doesn't stop when this podcast does, so be sure to go to theonion.com for all the day's top stories. We'll see you next time.